It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, good evening. Welcome to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hello, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. Bonsoir, bonsoir. We talk about love, dating, romance, all of it on this show. All of it, Angie. We take your calls. We give advice, emails. Our phone number is 855-905-8255 if you want to join in. Simon, how has your day been? How has your week been? Tell us all about your life. I want to know. I'm going to tell you something that um, a little experience I'm, I'm doing right now. You know I'm single. Yes, you are single and ready to mingle. We, oui, 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 ready to mingle, exactly, and to find true love. So That's what it's all about. I decided to try online dating. Mm. Okay, so let's say for the last seven days. Couple oh, really? Sites. Yeah. So I put my little pictures there. I put my little description, uh-huh. you know, my age. And uh, and then, then I you know search, and then I wait and search and send messages and all this. At first, nothing. And then a woman, suddenly very kind, but she she messaged me, Simon, you are a fake because Simon Marcel is not online dating. Mm-hmm. I know where he lives, and he doesn't live where you say you are. What? I'm going to report you immediately. You're kidding. No, for real. So I said to myself, what to say to that? Okay? Oh. So I don't answer. And then she gets really upset at me. She says that it's impersonating and that, <laughs> which is really crazy, Simon Marcel would not do online dating because I've told you and she have not. Right, dated. right. And so while, while I was on it, so I decided to answer. I want to hear what you answered. We have to take a quick yeah, break. Okay. This is good. This is good. Okay. I, I am dying that somebody called you out for not being you and it's totally you. Well, it's totally me. Yes. I want to find out what you had to say. Okay. I'm, I'm so fascinated by the online dating. We'll talk more about that when we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon Marcel, single and looking for love. Looking for true love. It's yes. true, Angie. And you just let us know that you've been online dating and somebody thought you were an, imp- an imposter, <laughs> that you are not you. Exactly. So so I said to this lovely lady who act like the FBI of online dating. Yeah. <laughs> I, I said, why don't you ask me a question or two to prove that I'm Simon Marcel. Okay. Oh, interesting. So first she said, if you're Simon Marcel... Right. Mm-hmm. Name two or three stations you're on. Okay. So I answer, and then I and then she says these were not good questions, by the way, because anybody could check that right. online. But go ahead. And then she said, she said, uh, can you speak French? Okay. So I answer, oui, je parle français. Yeah, I do speak French. Uh huh. I said finally, I said the question I have for you is, do you, do you like me, or is it just gonna be about you think I'm a fake? Right. This is an inquisition. The and whole I time. said, to be honest, why anybody would take you know. Simon Marcel is a profile. I don't think anybody would really. You'd be surprised. Maybe. People would. People, of course they would. People impersonate people on the street that nobody knows and things like that. So then then she goes, well, um, I like your picture, but I don't like the fact you've never been married you know, and have no kids at your age. Hmm. So I said, I understand. I said, that will then... But she you know, wanted you to have like 12 baby mamas and yeah. all this child support payments it, and all. <laughs> it just, but she's not the only one, Angie. And that's the experience of online dating, and I'm 48, mm-hmm. is that there is a suspicion for most of the women I communicated with, not all but most, that something was wrong with me. Right. And, and, and we've and, talked about this before because you are older and you've never been married and not have kids. That with women, a lot of times there's uh, stigma with women if you're over 40, never married, nothing. 
people think something's wrong with you. And I never knew with men it was the same. So, yeah, exactly. So I decided to leave it alone. And then there was another, another one that is another online dating experience. So on the same website, two women said, looking for the third wheel. Whoa. And this, and what does so that I la- mean? I, two women. And so I said, I, what does it mean? Uh-huh. And, and one of them said, well, we are together. But we're a little bored and would like to have some. Uh, we would like to have a man to join the party. Le ménage à trois. Le men- so I write a ménage à trois uh-huh. with you know uh-huh. exclamation mark. So hmm. I said, you know, it'd be nice to chat and oh, have so coffee. Oh, so this is two women. Two women. Oh, I missed that oh, whole you thought part. It was two guys? No, I thought it was a couple, a man and oh, a woman, sorry. like a different kind of no, couple, like a two a, good. Two oh. good-looking women, their forties. So these are two women. Yes, very, and they miss. Okay, okay, that makes very, sense. Very charming. Okay. Looking for well, that sounds like an amazing deal. So I know, <laughs> right? so, so I know, but I was surprised, and I right. was, and I said, I said, okay, you know, I don't know if I'm into that, but I can. We should chat, and and, and they said they'll get back to me on it, and, I, and they told me all the guys asked, and we had wow. Sex this has been an interesting week for you. It, it is an interesting week, not productive at all, I must say, uh, at all. I feel like a lot of people have that problem. It's always so something completely different than what is even on your profile. I mean. And aren't there certain sites if you're looking for a threesome or a whatever menage a trois or more people or di- like specialty yes. kink or whatever? There, I feel like there's different sites, but maybe so, you're on the kinky sites and I don't know. Uh, no, um, no, it's a regular <laughs> site. And, and then, and, and then I, I would finish with this one. I just, you know, I thought really it shows how difficult it is. I think. To communicate your personality online. It is. It, it really is. And it's hard to tell tone. It's hard to tell intention. It's hard to tell a lot of things just with that online profile. Totally. However, the girl that th- doesn't think that you're you will know that you're you as soon as she hears that's, you talking That's tonight. why I said to myself, you know, I got to you know, tell that story as it is. Uh, and please, I'm not a fake. Uh, I love it. Well, you know. there's some people that want to talk about it on the line, Simon. Let's, let's get to the phones. Online dating, yes. the crazy propositions that you get, Simon. <laughs> Simon got some interesting propositions. 855-905-8255. This is The Rendezvous. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon, we were talking about how you started going online to date. I I did. It's frustrating, huh? A little bit. A little bit. Not working out the way I wanted. Right. It's hard to read tone and and understand who people are. People now want to call and talk about this, Simon. They can relate. Everybody can relate that's dating right now, I think. 855-905-8255. Let's pull up Evan right now, who listens on Mix 93.1 in Springfield, Massachusetts. Hey, Evan. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey. Hey. So I had a, I had an interesting Tinder experience. Um, swiped right on a girl that was in town for a couple of weeks. She was just passing through. She worked at the carnival. Um, probably one of the more crazy. <laughs> Evan, that right. should have been your first clue right there. <laughs> no, right? That should have been the first red flag. But then Evan um, is like, oh, my God, maybe she's a sword swallower. This will be amazing. <laughs> so what happened? Maybe she's got some tricks, right? So right. like her, her opening line was, hey, you can come visit me, ride the rides, and then ride me all night. And I'm like, oh, okay, so that's how we're starting this. I've never had anyone go that forward, that first, like, first message into a Tinder conversation in my entire life. Do you feel like, Evan, there might be some guys, though, that would be like, cool, because that's all they want out of it, but maybe you just weren't in that mindset. You didn't want to be with anybody that aggressive? Uh, Honestly, that that put me off a little bit because, like, I like to know somebody before – before I'm going to know them, I'd like to actually talk to them and see what they're about. And, yeah, it was a little off-putting. 
Evan, but to answer Angie's question, I, I, there are many men, I'm sure, who yeah. have not been like some reacting li- like you. Right. Some guys like the chase and like to have fun. And some guys some want guys the sure thing. Tonight. And it, she was a sure thing. Evan, thank you for that call. That's yeah. awesome. Thanks. thanks for sharing <laughs> with us. Thanks. Have a great day. And thanks for listening to The Rendezvous. We have more when we come back. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Online anytime at simonandangie.com if you need some advice. Simon, we have somebody here, a listener email. Sure. Uh, This comes to us from Monica. She's from Temple, Texas. Monica says, hey, Simon and Angie, I've been hooking up with this guy on a strictly ooh-la-la only basis. (laughs) Okay. Do you think I have to ask him if he's married or in a relationship? He doesn't wear a ring, and all I want from him is the ooh-la-la, but I feel like if I ask if he's with anyone that he might get the wrong impression, like I want a relationship or something. What do you guys think I should do? Like maybe she's just curious and wants to know, but at I, the same time, if she asks and he's going to be like, oh, she wants something else from me. I think, Monica, you have to follow your intuition and you should ask. I mean, there's nothing wrong in asking. If you if you emailed us, Monica, Angie and I, and you you're wonder, curious. you're curious, you're which curious. means something in you needs to know the truth, and then you'll be more relaxed. Listen, if he's married, you can decide, you know, yes or no. If he's not, you'll be at ease, and it's be more fun and better ooh la yeah. I think you should ask. Angie, what do you say? I think you should ask as well, even if it is just curiosity. I mean... It is only ooh-la-la, but at the same time, maybe she wants to know if she has any kind of moral obligation to back away from the sex if she doesn't want to be a part of that whole scenario, if she feels bad about it. But at the same time, you know, yeah, I think you should ask, but there is always that, um, you know, and and she maybe needs to make it clear, like, listen, I'm not looking for a boyfriend, but I'm just curious if you're dating someone, am I a jump off? What's going on? I don't think the guy will be afraid anyway, Monica. So I, you can ask, relax, enjoy, and go back to I don't think he would be truthful. Life. He wouldn't be truthful anyway, is what it is. That that could also be an option. He might just not tell you the truth, but I think you should ask. Yeah, and then you're just going to have to believe whatever he says, because like you said, Monica, you don't care, so whatever. <laughs> you just got to take what he says at face value, right? Follow your intuition. Though. All right, cool. So Simon, I was uh, away with some girlfriends uh, last right. last weekend, and I wanted to tell you about one of the scenarios that was going on in, oh, in this. I didn't know there was a scenario going girl, on back yeah, there. Yeah, girl with her relationship. Okay. And let's talk about that when we come back on The Rendezvous. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon Marcel. Angie Taylor. Hello. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. Bonsoir, Angie. Thanks for listening to us tonight in the Ooh La La Studios, talking love and dating and romance. Mm-hmm. I have an interesting uh, dynamic going on with one of my girlfriends. Yeah, tell me. And her husband, who every time we get together, and we were all together last weekend hanging out, she is always telling us every single problem in her marriage um, and everything that's going on. And I get it. Girlfriends talk. You know, we, we, we do it for comparison. We do it for advice. You know, but every time it is her and him, she's always complaining. It's always something really negative that he's doing to her. Mm-hmm. So then we get all fired up because that's our girlfriend and mm-hmm. we, we're protective and we try to give her advice. But then she gets defensive because, you know, it's like, well, he's being a jerk. He's doing this. He's doing that. And she's like, mm-hmm. well, blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, why are you telling us all these bad things if you don't want any kind of reaction? And it's it's hard to have a, you know a vested interest in a friend or a family member when they tell you all these bad things about their relationship mm-hmm. um because i feel like you know we she knows how we all feel but then instead of let she knows when she comes to us to complain about it what we're going to say but she still does and i wonder if i should just from now on not say anything at all um i but i know she needs advice but at the same time 
I cannot in good faith listen to my friend be in this horrible relationship with somebody and not tell her how I feel. It's a it's a hard place for us to be. Yeah, I've been in the same shoes. I think you should say nothing. Uh, I've learned this from ex-girlfriends. And, and um, even one time, my goddaughter, uh, who said to me, uh, I need to vent. I don't need an advice. Ah, uh, that's you just nailed it. That's what she's doing. Right. So 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 she needs you guys to hear, to vent, to take away the burden, but she wants nothing else. Yeah, she doesn't want the judgment, she doesn't she, want advice. No, and, and, and there's a reason for that. It's just like if you talk about somebody you love in your family, maybe even if that person has been bad to you, mm -hmm. you don't want anybody else to say to criticize that person. Right, because right? you love that person. Because you love that person because it's a person of your heart and, right. and, and of your life. Same thing with you, your girlfriend and her husband. As bad as you think he is, mm -hmm. she still loves him. She loves him. Otherwise, she would not be with him. Right. Period. That's why it's so clear, I think, for for people on the outside to give advice when they're not in that relationship because you're seeing it in a much more objective way than if you're the one in it and in love. Angie, it would be exactly like if you and I decided to start calling people to give them advice they haven't asked us. That's, right, right, right. right. Like, okay, if we call that listener, like, yeah, instead of them, you know, all the I know emails. this is going on in your relationship. This is what you need to do. It's like, wait a minute, I, I didn't ask. I, I didn't ask. It's the same thing. So I think us as friends, the best thing we can do is listen mm -hmm. and be quiet and say, mm, yes, okay, you know, mm -hmm. and then move on. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, why shrinks make so much money? They are paid to listen to us, right? Right. And if we want, they give the advice. Yeah, that's true. Now, you make a great point because there is a big difference between somebody that needs to vent and somebody that's looking for advice. It's hard. We'll be at, you know, lunch or dinner or whatever, and their fight her and her husband are fighting back and forth on text. So she's not really talking to us. We know what's going on. And so it's hard to be like, hey, let's talk about something else because she's so preoccupied fighting with him the whole time we're at dinner. It's like we were just fighting at home. Can you separate it and and be here. She can't because she has the advantage. She has all the attention. Right. Your attention, his attention. Right. So your girlfriend, it's the time of her life. She has all the love from you and the other friends right. and her husband fighting. She's the center of the world, the, right. the universe. Right. And that is priceless. Well, even that's if it's negative high. attention. Doesn't matter. She becomes Attention is attention. Attention is a form of love. Do you think that's why people stay in bad relationships because it's constant attention on them, constant something? It's, yeah, because they're afraid of being alone with the truth also. Mm. And so, it, because in every relationship, there is good and bad, right? Right. Nothing is always rosy, pinky, perfect. Right. When there is the negativity, the fights, the, like you said, the texting, mm -hmm. you still love the person. Right. You know I mean, it's a way to express you care or your disagreement. Yeah. You know, I've learned from my sister who's a shrink who said there's nothing worse for a, a kid to hear silence. Any bad parent is better than a silenced parent, so a, a parents who ignore somebody. Mm -hmm. When you're in a relationship, it's the same thing. Mm -hmm. There's nothing worse than somebody who ignores you, gives you silence. silence, right? Yeah. Fighting is much Being easier. Being alone in a relationship yeah. is terrible. Or the silence or ignorance, uh -huh. or, or some, nobody cares for about you. It's the same thing. So your girlfriend loves the attention, and she dies it on purpose when she texted you at the table. It's rude. That was my dear Simon Marcel letter. That was my bonjour, Simon. I well. needed your advice. <laughs> well, you gave me great advice, though, and I honestly didn't think about... The fact that she just won an event. So, yeah, yes. Thank you for listening to my rant. <laughs> you Even though I was asking for your advice, you, I was. You, you, you welcome, <laughs> All right. When we come back, let's do a real bonjour, Simon Marcel. Yes, let's do that too. More people that need advice on simonandangie.com sending us emails. We'll get to that when we come back.
Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon Marcel, you gave great advice. You just gave me great advice. Thank you, Angie. Uh, you're welcome, and thank you for the advice. And people always uh, need to know something, and they love to come to you. Mm-hmm. And simonandangie.com, that's where you can always write us if you need some love, dating, relationship expert advice from our romance expert, Simon Marcel. And humble servant. Yes. So here's a bonjour, Simon. It's from Abby, who listens on Mix 100.7 in Tampa. She okay. says, Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonjour, Abby. I've been having difficulty in my relationship, and I could really use your insight. My partner has his own way of showing that he cares for me, which is paying bills, taking me out to eat, filling my gas tank. The thing is, those things are all great, and I appreciate them, but I still feel neglected. I Mm. have explained to him numerous times the type of affection I could use, you know, the hugging and the kissing, and it seems simple, but none of these I've received in the past year and a half we've been together. I love him dearly. I need to stop going crazy about this. He claims to be set in his ways, but at the same time, you have to learn and adapt with, you know, the person you're with. I need a man's perspective on this. Much love from Abby. Simon, what do you say? Abby, I'm not a shrink, but I've learned one thing. There's some people who have what's called a phobia of contact. They Mm. cannot be touched. They can't really touch you. It's difficult to hug. They've not been hugged by their parents usually or stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And they won't change. Mm -hmm. Abby, I can't tell you they're going to change. You cannot. So here's really the question for you, Abby. Either you accept him as he is and you enjoy what he has to offer, or you really have to question should you stay with him. Don't ask him to change unless he does years of therapy. Years. When a, a kid has not been touched by his parents, hugged and kissed, there's a should, lot missing. Yeah, and he can't, he, you know, he can't come up with it. I want to talk more about this email, Simon. Sure. So let's take a, a quick stop, and then will we come back more on this email? I have some things to say about it too. Okay. When we return on the rendezvous. You're listening to the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We had an email on Bonjour Simon about. A woman who's dating a guy that just pays bills, takes her out to eat, fills gas tanks, but not affectionate, like physically, emotionally affectionate, and she's having a really hard time. I can totally see how that would be a problem. It sounds like he's more of a caretaker than a lover. Don't you think, Simon? Yes. Although, Angie, have you ever dated a guy that maybe was a lover, not a hugger? Have you ever had the distinction of a man? No, who, no, because okay. it, I wouldn't. Because I wouldn't. Um, I, you would I, not. No, I would not. Because I am somebody that's very touchy feely. I need physical touch and physical contact a often, lot, often, okay. often. Yes, and so I wouldn't be able to function in that kind of a relationship. Fair enough. I would turn it inward and say, "What's wrong with me? He's not attracted to me." It would become about what I'm not giving, and she, I think, feels that way. Like, what's wrong right. with me when it's, it's not her? Absolutely. Right. That's exactly how Abby feels. Exactly. But when you think of that, there is men who show their love by caring, like, you know, by taking care of your needs. There's some guys who will be great huggers or great stuff like protectors. Mm-hmm. It's the love languages, right? You yeah. Know, all these different. Well, exactly. Mm-hmm. I always wonder for, for you as a woman, finally, what at the end is the most important? You can't have all of them, I think. Right. I think everybody's different. So it just if, depends on what's important to you. If you had to define for you, Angie, I, I'd be interested to see what would you say... Uh, Probably num- number one is dependability for me, like somebody okay. that's there. I have abandonment issues just from the way I grew up. So knowing that somebody's not leaving, that they're there for me, that I can there rely forever. on somebody. Yes, that I can rely on you through thick and thin, whatever we, you know, that you're going to be there. Reliability, dependability, you know, we're in this together. That's that's number one for me. But I want to find out about you. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, let's, I, let's come back and talk more about this. Like, what is the most important thing for you? You got to really sit and 
think about that when you're a great starting a relationship when we come back on The Rendezvous. Welcome back. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie, 855-905-8255. Let's open up the phone lines because we were talking about this earlier email, Simon, Mm -hmm. that we had from Abby saying that her man does all these service things for her. You know, pays bills, fills up her car with gas, washes her car, you know, takes care of her in that way. She feels that he's not physically, emotionally there for her. And she's really, really missing that. And you had a great question. Uh, You know, what's the most important thing when you are in a relationship? For me, uh, the dependability, the reliability, knowing that no matter what, we're together. You're not leaving. I'm not leaving. We're in life together. I really need that. I have abandonment issues from when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. Like, that's just a thing for me. But I think everybody is different. Um, For her, she needs this constant touch and i need that too i'm a physical person yeah you said you were yeah and and we're talking about fair you said even with your daughter yes uh you love cuddle her and she's 12 so as we said it's the thing rare right but you you loved it right i do and i i you know now she's getting older she's becoming a teenager it's like (laughs) stop hugging me so much that's just the type of person i am i'm a huggy touchy kissy type person uh but there will be a woman that enjoys this kind of man that Abby is not enjoying. The kind of man that is always, you know, the service man, the the doing things for you, doing acts of service type thing. That isn't maybe a female that's very affectionate either, and will be cool with that. But exactly, you know, caring is loving. It depends the way. You know, we, each, we each need different things, and there's no perfect package. And that's the say. question: How do you, mm-hmm. in a relationship, Simon, need to be cared for? What shows you? If I'm in a relationship with you, Simon, what is yeah. the one thing? that you need otherwise you're like this is something's wrong i'm not feeling it this doesn't feel good to me i need need to be proud of you you need to be proud of me that's my number one thing so you need me to have a life of my own and and make you proud i need to look up to you i I need to look up to you and and you need to learn from me yeah be inspired and say wow that's my woman without that I cannot fall in love. Wow! It's it's you know and and it's intellectually, it's physically, it's the sense of humor, it's a real. But it's really I look up to you, and when I talk about you, I'm so proud of you. Yeah. And so so, so that's, that's a good one. That's that's really for me. Um, would some, you would you have the same problem as Abby if you were not getting the loving, the hugging, the kissing? No. 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 I. I Everybody, I mean, it's Everybody's different. Everybody's different. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but so for you, I, that's not a nest. No, I mean, I, no, I, I love the ooh-la-la and I love kissing. Yeah. Well, I'm, the ooh-la-la is very different from then, daily intimacy yeah. and affection. No, I, I love French kissing and I, li- I love holding hands. Right. But I'm not a huge hugger all the time at all. No? No, no. no. First no. thing you do when you see me every time yeah. is give me but two kisses. That's Yeah, always, always. <laughs> no, but it's true. And But it's not, it's giving a hug, but it's, it's like... Like in bed, I like to have my space. I do not like mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. this feeling of some people just want to be so close to you, sweat all night. I just can't. I dated a guy one time that had to be, he went overboard with romance and it kind of like turned me off. Give like me an it, example. Like every time I come home from work, I'm drawing you a bath and there's rose petals and sh- it was like too much <laughs> to where, I, you know, and I love romance, but yeah. I started to feel like it was forced and it was fake and that's what he thought he was supposed to do right, right not right. even knowing if it's something i needed in my, in my life and sometimes i want to come home from work and go straight to bed i don't want to take a long bubble bath because i feel like that is his way of setting me up to saying well i gave you this bath and these yeah. rose petals now where's the ooh la like we could have cut just right to the ooh la la that would have been fine Abs- <laughs> you didn't have to do all that <laughs> but, but- 
But when it comes to the hugging, that doesn't lead to ooh-la-la. No. Right, exactly. That's just daily affection, and I'm an affectionate person. Do you, do you feel holding hands is important? No. I do. You do? I like holding hands. Maybe because I saw my parents doing it all I my like life. I like it. It's all right. I don't think it's, like, super important, though. To me, it is. I, I, you know why? Because, once again, if I hold your hand, I, it, it's it's a way to show I'm proud of you. It's, like, in public. Those things that maybe It depends. It depends on the place. If, uh, of course. If well, we're walking yeah. around Target, I don't need to be holding your no. hand the whole time oh. like you own me. If we're in Paris but, strolling around, yes, I feel the romance. I want to hold your hand. I'm, no, this to, is romantic. To, totally. To use, but not abuse. Thank so, you. No, I, absolutely. I agree with you, Simon. Okay. <laughs> we have some people that want to talk about this whole topic on what they need yes. when they go into a relationship, <laughs> what they look for. That's coming up next on The Rendezvous. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Our phone lines are open at 855-905-8255. We've been talking about when you're in a relationship with somebody, what is it you need to make you happy? This kind of went off the love languages. Some people need, you know, we had an email from Abby who needed uh, affection, like physical touch from her man. He, she wasn't getting it. He did everything else. You know, he cleaned the car and, and did the dishes and all these acts of service, but she needed some physical things. And we talked about different things in our lives, and now we're taking calls. However, Adam, our technical producer in Burbank, Wanted to throw in his two cents, Simon. So let's talk to Adam. Adam. Yeah, Adam. Hey, what's up, guys? Oh God, here comes the here comes the voice. And I'm in, I'm, in, I'm in Sherman Oaks, not Burbank. Let's get it. Straight. Oh my bad, Adam <laughs> from Sherman Oaks. Thanks for listening to the Rendezvous. Yes. Uh, with Simon and Angie. So you've been listening. So what is it that you, if you're with a girl, and you want to go out with her more than one time, what is it that you need from a girl in order to be interested and stay around? Well, I am very stimulated by conversation, so I need to feel like the conversation I'm getting from the girl is something I can't get anywhere else because I talk to a lot of people, I have an active life, mm-hmm. and I, when I come home at the end of the day, I want to talk Do about you feel interesting like, stuff. So you heard what Simon had to say. Like It's somebody that it, maybe you're learning something from that mm-hmm. is impressing you, that has is teaching you something you don't know. Is that the same kind of? I just like new perspectives on, on things. Like, you know, oh. there's a lot of craziness going on in the world. And I like to say to a girl, like my favorite thing to say to a girl is, you know, I've never looked at it that way. And so if I can get a shiny new perspective on something, I feel stimulated. Yeah. And then I reward her with lovemaking. Oh, my God. Oh, what are we wild? How lucky strong, she is. Strong lovemaking. Strong lovemaking. Oh. She's such a lucky girl. Isn't she? This mm. is why we never put Adam on the air. No. Adam. Oh, well. <laughs> it was nice while it lasted. Well, thank you. Thank you, Adam. No, but you know what? I think that's true, and it, it goes along a lot, with Simon, with what you said. Absolutely. Because at the end of the day, after the, the ooh-la-la, you have to be able to talk about something, and, right? Well, absolutely. Share and look up to your partner, listen, and, and nothing is more erotic than intelligence in so many ways. I agree. Right? Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love, dating, romance, and relationships. Simonandangie.com yes. is where you go if you want to send us an email. Sometimes it's hard to call the radio station. I get it. Mm-hmm. And you kind of want to be, don't want anybody to hear your voice. That's fine. We'll give you advice through your email. We're here. So we have one here from Zach. He listens on 93.9 My FM in Chicago. Hello, Zach. Bonjour, Zach. He says, hey, I'm Zach from Chicago. Love your show. I have a problem with my relationship that I'm currently in. We're going up on four years now together, and we're both of each other's first, you know, first ooh-la-la and first serious relationship. Mm -hmm. But we are at this point where my girlfriend is scared she might be missing out on something. But she says she's still in love with me, so she doesn't want to leave our relationship 
I was wondering if you guys think I, uh, you know, have any advice for me or know what I could do in this situation. She feels like she's missing out. She might want to, like, take some distance, but she doesn't want to take distance. Do you know what I mean? Like, she wants to still be in it. She wants to sample it, right, What's Simon? Out there? Is that yeah. what you're saying? Zach That's, is saying I, that his girlfriend yes. wants to kind of up and up? Yeah, she wants to see what else is out there. and But she still wants him, which I don't think you could have both, right? No, 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 exactly. I mean, unless She's both... telling him she wants both. He's not comfortable. Yeah, you can't have everything in life, Wait, right? Thank you. Come on, you can't. I mean, unless you both decide to open the relationship, it's called opening the relationship, right. then fine. Otherwise, if we listen to Zach, I would not go for it. I would say no. Okay. Well, I, you, right. If I was Zach, I would say no way, Jose. No way, Jose. You can't have your cake and eat it too, right? No, no. I have it's a destructive. For I him. have a friend who is, you know, a little bit older. Yeah. Uh, in his forties, and okay. he's going through this with a girlfriend of his in his twenties. I want to talk to you about that, Simon. Oh my God. It's a true story, and I we'll talk. Hear that. Yeah, we'll talk about that when we come back on the rendezvous. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. So, Simon, we had this email from Zach Mm -hmm. where he's been with a girl for four years. They're each other's firsts for everything. First love, first Mm ooh-la-la. Now she's saying, I feel like I'm missing out, but I don't want to lose you either. I want to see what's out there, but I still want to be with you. She wants to have her cake and eat it too, we decided, right? Right. Yeah. Come on, Zach. You can't be in that. And he doesn't know any better, really. He's never been in a relationship or has anything to compare that to, but it's not fair to him. No. And I can understand the need, though, if you're young and this is your first everything, to want to go out and see, hey, before I get serious, more serious, I want to see what else is out there. But you also have to communicate that and can't expect somebody to sit around and wait. Absolutely, Angie. I would even add that if you feel like this, it's you, right? So for Zach's girlfriend, that's her right. I don't think, I think she needs to... uh, like a reality check, a moment of 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 of, uh, of distance. If I was Zach, really, I would say no, and but I would do something else. I would take a break from her. Take a break from her before she takes a break from you. Be- I also think it's because she needs him as a security blanket. But of course, and if it doesn't work out when she goes and samples the venue, she always has him to come back to, and that's not fair to him. No, absolutely, because otherwise you're gonna be in that. And I've been in that situation in my early twenties, mm-hmm. so I know. And then you say yes because you know you don't have the same insurance about life right and then you end up waiting and all you think about is your girlfriend Out doing the ooh-la-la yes. with some you know dude that you don't know and it's it's torture for the for the brain of a man uh-huh. to imagine his girlfriend uh-huh. and i was in the shoes and you say yes and you think she's gonna come back she never does by well, the way so zach listen to me i've been in your shoes take a break take a break say no and start looking for you for somebody else that's yeah. my advice we both agree with that i was telling you before uh the break that we uh, I have a friend who's yes, in right. his 40s. He's in his mid-40s. He's dating a much younger girl in her, her mid-20s, mm-hmm. okay? So it's a little bit more understandable yeah. when you're in your mid-40s. And he wants to settle down. He really wants to have a baby. He's really ready. He thought this was a girl. In fact, they've been together over a year, and she's been showing him that she's that girl, you know, doing all the things that she thinks she's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Then she goes on a girl's weekend Gets this, like, VIP in a club, hanging out with all these guys, and went back to him saying, whoa, I don't know if I'm ready for the kids and the life and the—and, the, and, hey, at least she was honest and said, I, I, I don't think I'm ready. And he's hurt because he feels like she was kind of faking it with him and just doing what he wanted because it's what he wanted. And then all of a sudden she was like, oh, I see there's other things out here. He's hurt. Uh, naturally, you're going to be hurt if you of think course. you're going to be with somebody. Of course. But at the same time, I was like, hey, at least she told you 
And at least you can nip it in the bud and move on because she feels a certain type of way. It's better than her staying yes. with him, pretending to be this one person and doing whatever on the side. Absolutely, Angie. She told him the truth. She told him the truth. And when somebody does, you believe them. And it sets you free from the illusion. Yeah. I mean, it's it's, a, it's this thing with, I'm, listen, I'm in my late 40s. I don't date girls in their 20s. We're not on the same page. Right. 99% of the time. Right. And you can't get mad. For that very reason. Yes. And you can't get mad when somebody is at that point. You should actually be thankful. And and Zach has this same situation as my friend. Be thankful that they gave you a, a warning shot, that they gave you a heads up. Like, this is where I am. Maybe they didn't express it the right way. Maybe it took them a long time. It's never going to feel good when somebody tells you that, of course. Oh, of course. It's a rejection. It also means you're not that fun. Okay? That's why it hurts. Oh. No. <laughs> I think it just means you're in different unspoken. places. No. You're in different places you're in your nice, life. You're too nice, Angie, but the unspoken is just... You're not that He's fun. He's fun. My friend is fun. For you, maybe, and me, but for a girl in a, in a mid-20s, right. her expectation but of he, fun is yes. not the same than yours they and They have different ideas of fun. She wants to be in a club every night. He doesn't want to be in a club well, every night. When yeah. you're in your 20s, mid-20s, yes. I was in clubs every night. I was night. in clubs every night, too. Yeah. I wouldn't want to do that now, either. And that's why we usually date in our own age range, because we're beyond certain things. 10 to 15 years. Yeah. So, you know, it's hard for your friend, but I think it's a, it's going gonna, it's gonna to save him the heartache of a yes. bad marriage, a divorce, the right. kid, this, that. Right. But it hurts. I've been in issues. Yeah. Don't let her have her cake and eat it too, though, Zach. Don't let her do it both. Set yourself free. Exactly. More of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie when we come back. Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We had a great show tonight. We talked about your online dating, Simon Marcel. (laughs) Yes. Not so successful, but funny. Yes. Yes. uh, It is funny. Uh, Venting about your relationships to your friends. One of my girlfriends is doing that. And how you need to be cared for in relationships. You know, what is important to you? Is it the ooh-la-la? Is it gifts? Is it, you know, family connections? Hugs. Everybody has something different. The affection. And Simon, you had a really good email uh answer your simon says came in the email with abby yeah thanks angie i said you know when it comes to romance romance is to use but not abuse not abuse don't overdo it or it's fake yeah and and i loved your story when you said you had this guy and he was giving you too many flowers or the bath because all he wanted is to ooh la la women if you're a man listen to me women figure out immediately if your romantic act is a fake, if it's fake and it's and forced. only to have something in return. Exactly. So romance, use, but not abuse. Do not abuse. Okay, guys? Sprinkle it on, like, yes. you know, like sprinkles on a dessert. Absolutely. <laughs> it's like chocolate mousse. You can't have yes. chocolate mousse three times a day. Okay, there you go. I like that. No chocolate mousse three times. Maybe once a day. I don't know. Maybe. But if you missed <laughs> any of the show, check it out at simonandangie.com. Uh, the podcast is up there if you missed anything from tonight. Also, all of Simon on the FYI channel with In Bed with Simon. You know, if you've missed it, go check it out, FYI.com, or even better, SimonAndNG.com. It's all there. It's all there on our website. Thank yeah. you for being with us tonight. More ooh tomorrow on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.